Welcome back to the Maui Nokoi Magazine and Silver Shark Media Podcast. I'm Jason Evans of Silver Shark Media, and as always, we thank you for tuning in today and encourage you to subscribe and download to the podcast series. I'd like to welcome our next guest, Chef Jonathan Passion, Executive Chef of Co Restaurant at the Fairmont Kealani. So, Jonathan, uh, thanks for taking the time to chat today. Thank you so much. You know, it's good to be on here. Of course. So, Chef Passion was recently named the Executive Chef for Co, um, where you work alongside Chef Thailand Pang. And we'll get into Co in a few minutes, but to start things out, I'd like for our audience uh, maybe to learn a little bit more about your background. So when did you first know that you wanted to pursue a career in the culinary industry? You know, I think I first um, wanted to be in the industry when I when I was a little kid, you know, watching my grandparents and mom cooking, you know, and being inspired. And from there, I joined a home ec, cl- home ec class in high school, and that's when I started actually learning fundamentals of, you know, knife skills and techniques and all of that small jazz. And then eventually Joe went to the Maui Culinary Academy and it all went from there. Well, I guess that one of my questions was going to be, who were who some of your early influences when it came to cooking? Would it be your mom and your grandmother? Yeah, you know, um, being um, Filipino, um, food was always, you know, on the table and there's all different varieties of foods and ingredients and um, they're pretty much my inspiration and in, in what I do today and how I cook and what I cook. So, What were some of uh, your favorite things that they would make? You know, your, your, your typical Filipino food, you know, I, I, to this day I try to recreate my mom's, you know, um, pork adobo or pancit, you know, but it doesn't come out the same. <laughs> I guess it's just a magic, <laughs> I guess it's just a magical touch, you know, they put it in and I just, I stand right beside them and watch, you know, step by step, but, you know, it doesn't come out the same. So, you know, those are the two that really stands out and a lot of vegetable-based dishes and and so forth. There's something about the, the magic touch of moms and grandmoms that uh, you just can't replicate with uh, with a pinch of, of spice here and there. Oh, definitely. So. Yeah, so you attended, you mentioned you attended the culinary arts program at, at UH Maui College. Um, during that time, ironically, you actually received a scholarship um, from Chef Thailand Pang. So what were some of the things you learned from Chef Pang during your time at UH Maui College? Yeah, so being fortunate enough to uh, receive that, that scholarship when, um, when I was a student back at University of Hawaii, that was, I believe, in 2010, when I received that scholarship and it gave me the opportunity to come here at the Fairmont and work side by side with Chef Peng and his team. And, um, you know, I learned a lot within what happens in, in the real kitchen. You know, you, you don't really know what's happening until you get in there. And it was the right place for me to be and the environment and, you know, just see how to do things. So, yeah. And that was your first, you know, job out of out of graduation, right? Was was at Fairmont? Yes, that was my first job. Um, actually, that was my second job. I first worked at the um, Peter Peter Paradise. Oh, okay. For a few months. Nice. Just to get my feet wet, and then yeah. um, that's when I started working at um, at the Fairmont. Um, soon after. I got that um, scholarship. So, and then after the Fairmont, you make a, a pretty big move. You go all the way from Maui to Providence, uh-huh. Rhode Island. Um, so, 
what inspired yeah. you what inspired you to make a, a leap like that yeah you know after being a being a maui for so long you know while i was at um at the university of hawaii i be me and a few of these students formed a club called the gourmet travel club and that was my actually first time leaving the state or leaving leaving the um, Hawaii to go to San Francisco and that kind of opened my eyes and you know there's more than just here in Hawaii and where I can learn and venture off and once I graduated from the college I went out to Providence Rhode Island and featured my or extended my um my skills and um, learning at the uh, Johnson and Wales University in Providence, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what really sparked that was some of, some of my mentors in college was, you know, um, Robert Santos and, you know, Kyle Kawakami. Yeah. And they really inspired me to, you know, get off the island and see what else is out there and, you know, learn as much as I can. I think I'm, I'm a testament to, you know, a local local kid on the island who went away for a few years, came back, went away, and came back again. Could do pretty good things in life, so. Yeah. Well, it, it certainly is a career that can that can take you where you want want to go. And, you know, somewhere like when you look at New England, you you have a, you know, maybe a parallel um, culinary scene with, with seafood, but what were some of the, the styles of cooking in New England and Rhode Island in particular um, on the East Coast that maybe caught your eye a little bit aspects of, of different, whether it be seasonings or, or styles of cooking seafood on the East coast versus what you grew up with here on Maui. Yeah. You know, here in Maui, we're such a big diverse influence of different cultures. But, um, when I was out on the East coast, I learned a lot about, um, Italian food, mm-hmm. um, European, um, those, those two are very new to me. And I kind of got the fundamentals with that when I went to college there and took some courses on those cuisines and eventually worked at some Italian restaurants where the, you know, I would walk in the back door and you'd see the old nanas working, making pastas <laughs> and, you know, trying to, trying to understand their English and my English. It's totally hard, you know, <laughs> to understand, but it, it worked and I, I learned some of some different techniques and, from there, we're different, different hotels and restaurants out there as well. So, well, then you, your path then brought you back here to Maui. You you worked at Kaana Kitchen um, down in Wailea for a bit, and then you made another yeah. big move. You you went down, traveled the opposite direction, and went down to Auckland, New Zealand. <laughs> um, so I give I give you the same questions as Rhode Island. What inspired the move down to Auckland, and and how did that style of cooking differ uh, in that region? Yeah, you know. After- after um, being with um, the Andas here in Maui, I had an opportunity to go to Auckland, New Zealand, and open up a new um, Park Hyatt hotel. Um, what got me there was um, my previous executive chef, Brent Martin. He um, gave me the opportunity to um, travel and learn a little bit more and go open up a hotel and explore New Zealand. So yeah, I get I did like a slingshot. I went from Maui to the East Coast <laughs> of America, of America, back home to Maui, and then you know back down south, all the way down to the other side of that um, continent. So it was good. You know the um, the cuisine there in New Zealand, New Zealand, it's similar to what we have here in Hawaii. It's yeah. Very diverse. 
different cultures. You know, you got your Chinese, Koreans, you got your um, Africans, and you know, your Thai food and your Maori food, which is you know the style of cooking they have there. Yep. And it's very similar to how the how the um, Hawaiians and Polynesians um, culture and cuisine, and cuisines. You know, learn learn a lot about their um, what we call emu here. Emu here. They have different pits out there too, called hungi, yeah. where they, um, you know, they bury, you know, their sweet potatoes, their hogs, cabbage. You know, same similar to what we do here with the um, emu. So yeah, I've I've been fortunate to do a, a couple different cultural productions in New Zealand, and I I'm always struck at the similarities, sort of in the Maori culture and up through the Polynesian culture, and um, like you said, it might might have different names, but some of the the same principles um, spread mm-hmm. spread around and, and spread very successfully. So, well, then, you know, your, your travels, as you mentioned, you're, you're slingshotting left, you're slingshotting right. Um, you, you do slingshot back here to Maui. So what, when did you first realize um, that this position that you now have at Co might be something um, that was that was going to happen? When did it you get the sense of, OK, I, you know, this is something that I, I want to pursue. It's a place I know. Um, what was that sort of decision making process for you like to to come back home? You know, for me, it was uh, more of more of COVID. I really wanted to come back home for family. Yeah. Um, being a strong sense of family here in Hawaii is very important, you know, to everyone here. And I just really want to be close to home for a bit. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to, you know, talk with Chef Pang. And we, we were just, you know, chit-chatting and, you know, came about. I saw, I saw posting on, you know, social media about the position I could kind of just sidebar and just ask some questions and you know being familiar with the team here and you know the chef chef pang you know all the you know chef richard and all them and it, it, it made kind of sense for me you know showcase you know who i am and where, where i came from and how i evolved and it's it's, it's pretty amazing you know where i first worked here 10 11 years ago and I left and, you know, came back and left. And now I'm back full circle yeah. at where I started. And it's kind of a great story, you know, for a lot of inspiring chefs and kid, you know, students out there that really who wants to have this in their, as a career where it's okay to leave. Mm-hmm. Where it's okay to leave the comfort zone and, you know, come back because, you know, home would always be home and, when I first came back here to the Kailani, it felt it felt right, you know. Yeah. I still know mostly most of the, all the cooks and some of the people in the hallways, so it felt like it felt like home again. So. Yeah. So for you, you were in New Zealand when COVID first happened, yeah. Yes. What was that like for you? Because it seemed, you know, as it was dominoing around the world, New Zealand sort of famously was the one or one of the the places that was able to kind of keep things out, but in order to keep things out, they locked things up really fast. Um, so, you know, yeah. what was that like for you where you're seeing the news of, you know, friends and family in the States um, sort of having this thing evolve and happen, but yet where you are, it's it's almost kind of a, its own little bubble universe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, luckily, you know, for New Zealand, we, we were very fortunate with the Prime Minister really caring for the people in the country. And when um, COVID really did take effect in New Zealand, 
they plan to close on the whole border so no one no one can come in in or out of the um, country and for me it was good it was good and bad you know yeah i really want to travel i really like traveling and yeah. i want to travel back home and go to different different countries but the, but then good again so i can kind of develop you know the you know, the cuisine of what New Zealand was about, and it was um, I think more of a community effort as well because within New Zealand, a, a lot of the community came and support the different restaurants and hotels as well. And being a being being an international hotel, we really focused it on you know international travels. Yeah, and you know, but with community really really helped a lot of restaurants and other businesses businesses um exceed and stay float so yeah well what what's the transition been like for you um back here at 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 home on maui at at co um you you kind of start back up in sort of this admittedly challenging state of the culinary industry um Mm -hmm. at, at large so um what kind of clicked for you right away and and what have been some of the challenges that you're sort of been navigating through? And it doesn't have to necessarily be you personally, but you know, just as a restaurant industry, you know, what what's worked for you since you've been back, and and what are some things that you're still you know navigating around? You know, what's good about being back and seeing the other restaurants succeed is um, a lot of the community here in in Maui, in general, you know, supports each other, and surprisingly, the restaurant's been busy, and it's good, it's a good thing. You know, we're lucky to have looking at customers come back and dine with us. You know, even with the restrictions and all of that, and you know that's one of the good good parts. Some of the bad parts, you know, just um, getting products Mm -hmm. consistently and being being able to get different items. You know, but with us, we're we're very flexible and we always have a game plan in in house and try to achieve our goals and um, getting the right you know, products to kind of substitute and all of that and so forth. So, Well, one, one thing Jeff Pang and co has always been known for is, is sort of the um, philosophy of sourcing local. How does that drive your approach to the restaurant as well in terms of um, meeting with farmers, meeting with fishermen, working around the products that are available? Like you said, you know, how, how important is that for you? You know, it's very important to um, support our local farmers and fishermen and ranchers. And then here at, Fairmont and Co. We um, we try to maximize our resources and maximize different 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 farmers. New farmers are coming up, and you know, try to support them, support them as much as we can. And especially with seafood, we try to source local seafood. You know, it's pretty hard to get some local seafood nowadays, but mm-hmm. we try our best to get um, the best of the best and serve the best. So. Yeah. Well, I, you mentioned um, some of your colleagues earlier, and I've done some filming with you and your colleagues at Co. We did a whole behind-the-scenes look sort mm-hmm. of at a, at a night in the life of Co., which uh, will be posted soon. One thing um, that impressed me a ton during that time was just seeing the teamwork. It's, you know, you guys sort of, the, the NASCAR pit crew is always the, the easy comparison of, of a team that works so well together. Uh, how important is teamwork for you in a kitchen? You know, it's very important, you know, our colleagues, our cooks, our, our um, servers, our stewarding, they're, they're the core of who we are and what we do in, you know, our day-to-day operation. Without them, we wouldn't be 
as successful as we are, you know, the, the commodity in the kitchen, you know, in the restaurant, you know, people, our staff always help, help, help each other out and it shows, you know, yeah. they, they go the extra mile to make sure their fellow colleagues or their managers are doing their best and always asking questions. So it's good. And without them, you know, they're, they're, they're the most important. Well, it, uh, it shows on, on the menu. Um, I've, I've been a frequent diner of Co and, um, it's, constantly exceeds expectations each time and and it's due like you said to to a strong foundation and you know you've talked about before of of folks who have been there for um years upon years that have um you know continued this tradition on so it's it's nice to see your influence on on this this menu and and also your ability to to kind of keep a strong menu even stronger Mm -hmm. As we talk about Co, this is um, a good segue for the upcoming uh, Maui Nokoe Magazine Ipono Awards uh, that my podcast partner Diane Woodburn throws every year. Voting is open right now for the 2022 awards. You can go to MauiMagazine.net to learn more on how to vote for your favorite restaurants. And I bring this up because it's hard to keep track of the amount of awards that Co has received each year. They seem to pile up uh, on the wall as you come into Co. You see them stacked by the the front desk there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the aspects of the awards I, I really love is how they go about the Chef of the Year category because it's only voted on by other Maui chefs. So when you cast your vote for something like that, um, what qualities are you looking for uh, for someone to get your vote as a Chef of the Year here on Maui for the Ipono Awards? Uh, tough question. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you look for that that person that really... um, inspires others and and show growth within the community um and also giving back to the community you know yeah um and also you know how they um establish who they are you know and where they are in, in their careers so you know it's an it's, it's really hard you know now there's a lot, a lot of talent oh yeah and there's a lot of upcoming new talents as well so it's a really hard category, you know, so, so yeah. It's good input. And hopefully um, one of these years we're going to hear your name called out for that award. And based, based, on, <laughs> yeah, my, years, so. based on my recent experiences <laughs> down there, I, I would not be shocked if it's sooner than later, but we will see. Um, so, Jeff, what would your advice be? You, you mentioned the importance of, of maybe exploring, getting away from home a little bit. But if, if someone listening to this is either a student at the Culinary Academy uh, or they're in high school and they've got, you know, maybe one of their first restaurant jobs and, and have sparked an interest. Mm-hmm. What would your advice be um, to a younger aspiring chef? Um, one of my advice would be um, don't be afraid to take risks and challenges. Always take that opportunity that will help you achieve your, your goals. Yeah. And, you know, always be a lookout of your surroundings as well. And that would definitely help you um, get, get to where you want to be. You talked about travel, how much you love to travel. Um, are there places sort of on your, your wish list, your bucket list, that you really want to get to just to experience um, the culinary approach that you haven't been to yet? Um, you know, I definitely want to go towards, you know, maybe the Asia area mm-hmm. and maybe even go back to the Philippines, you know, and see how really go, go deep into the culture and deep into history of, of my background and where I came from as well. So Very cool. 
Well, I guess one last question for you, um, you know, bring it back to Co a little bit. What would be your goals now for Co kind of both in, in the near future? Um, so say, you know, your, your goals for this year and, and maybe even your long-term imprint on Co. One of my um, goals for Co is to um, establish the um, new, new upcoming menu. Um, Probably ending on the first quarter of this year. Um, just trying to develop and source different ingredients that's um, out there and kind of showcase some of the travels I've been and the techniques and also showcasing our team. I really want to get involved, our team involved in the menu as well and see, you know, what they can do as well. Other goals in Co. not just being the best restaurant on the island, you know, just trying to, trying to establish that and kind of um, doing their best, so. Well, I think you guys are, are doing a good job of, of upkeeping that in terms of uh, being one of the best. So, um, And definitely, I think anyone who, who lives here or even a regular visitor is always intrigued at you know, new menu additions and specials that, that you bring to the table. So, mm-hmm. Well, Chef, I, I want to thank you again for chatting today. I, I do appreciate you taking the time, and I, I hope our audience got to learn a little bit more about you and, and co-restaurant at the Fairmont Kehlani. If anyone wants to learn more about you and the restaurant, what would be the best way for them to find you on social media? You can um, check a website at www.corestaurant.com. Um, we also have an Instagram, um, at co underscore restaurant. Also, you can check out our um, hotel website at www.fairmontkehlani.com. And what would, uh, I know you also showcase some of your, your dishes and, and specials yeah. of the night on your personal Instagram. What would your personal Instagram be? Yeah. Um, so my personal Instagram is um, at Chef John Passion. Awesome. Well, Chef, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it, and I look forward to, to seeing you the next time we dine down at Co. You're very welcome. Thank you so much.